0: we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for every one of us gathered together this morning to hear your word. We thank you because we are blessed already. We thank you, Lord, for the wonders you are doing in our lives, in our families, in our church. We we'll give you all the glory and adoration in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, this morning because we know you will bless us through your word and you will cause us to continue to walk in the light of your word, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So good morning once again, folks, and thank you for tuning in. Um, This morning, we just want to talk about something not strange, but familiar, but also just to bring to our remembrance some very important things from scriptures. So we're going to be talking this morning about God never changes. God does not change. God does not change. So we live in a world where there's a lot of things that is unsure, uncertain, and all of that. Uh, as a matter of fact, you hear a couple of times when people talk, they said, uh, the only constant thing in the world is change. And that's why we see things from time to time. They tell you nothing is constant. Everything changes and here and there and all of that. But amazingly, we serve a God that does not change. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, He says, I am the Lord. I change not. I am the Lord. I change not so like i said earlier we live in a world of a lot of uncertainties we live in the world that sometimes you're not even sure what is going to happen the next minute or the next second and all of that and everything around the world seems to be in turmoil but praise god because we are believers we have something we can depend on and that is the fact that god never changes and his word never changes too. He's he's a faithful father and his word is ever, ever sure. So our God is not the God of double standard. He doesn't say one thing today and something else tomorrow. It is a common thing with with, uh, humans to say something today and say, I'll do this for you today. And tomorrow they say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it again for such and such and such reason. But that is not the same with the God that we serve. The Bible says is <clears throat> the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't, it doesn't change. And once he has said something, it will surely come to pass. His words are sure, yeah, and amen. He's not a double standard God. He doesn't say something today and tomorrow, he changes his mind. He doesn't promise to bless you today and tomorrow, he says, oh, I'm angry with you, I'm not going to bless you again. And that is why it is important that we make the word of God the final authority in our lives. Make the word of God the final authority in our lives. I just read a few scriptures here to buttress what I've been saying about the fact that God does not change and the word of God is yea and amen. So if we open our Bibles to Psalm 102, verse 25 to 27, it says, of old, Psalm 102, verse 25 to 27. Of old has thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, for thou shalt endure. yeah all of all of them, all of them shall wax old like a garment; as a vesture shall thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. So you ma- imagine that he makes everything; he can change things, he can change situations, he can change things. But the Bible says it remains the same. It changes, it changes not. God does not change. Let's take another look at something else in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter forty verse eight it says, "The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. The word of our God shall stand forever. The word of our God shall stand forever, no matter the circumstances, the word of God stands forever. So when you have the assurance of his word, you can be rest assured that yes. It will surely come to pass. In Numbers 23, verse 19, again. Numbers 23, verse 19, he says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? So God is not man. God is not like men that can say one thing today and tomorrow they have changed it and say, oh, I'm sorry, or I apologize for not being able to do it. That is not the God that we serve. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse eight, it talks about Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, On that basis, we need to make the word of God the final authority in our lives. So what does it mean to make God's word the final authority? It means believing what he says instead of believing what people say. Believing what God says instead of believing what people say. There's a popular song we, 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 we sing. Say, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by the word of God. Believing what he says instead of believing what people say. It means believing what he says instead of what the devil says. Instead of what your body is telling you. Instead of what the circumstances around you is saying. Instead of what the, the statistics, the... The, the numbers are saying to you, believing the word of God in spite of everything around you. The things around you may not look promising. The situation may not look promising. The circumstances may not look promising. And all that and all that. And sometimes, you know, when we find ourselves in situations in life, you now find people come around you sometimes and begin to suggest certain things. Oh, maybe... Maybe not, maybe, maybe not. But that is not the word of God. That is not the final authority. The word of God is the final authority, and if God says he would do, if God says He has blessed you, he has blessed you, there's no man that can change it. So to make the word of God the final authority in our lives means that we must believe what He says. We must hold fast to it. We must believe everything He says. And in believing what God says and trusting in his word, it gives us, first of all, it gives us stability. It gives us stability. Because God himself is a God that is not moved. He's standing forever. He's he's, he's that rock that we can run to. We can hide in him. He is a stable God. So believing in his word also gives us stability. Let's look at um ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. the bible says in ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 it says that christ may dwell in your heart by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love Being rooted and grounded. When something is rooted and grounded, that thing gets some form of stability. Being rooted and grounded in love. Let's take a look at another place in Scripture. Uh, Let's look at um, Isaiah. Let's look at the book of Isaiah. Isaiah. Let's look at the book of Isaiah. Just a moment, let's look at the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 26, verse 4. Isaiah 26, verse 4. He says, trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And finally, Psalm 62 Verse two, in Psalm 62, verse two, says, he only is my rock and my salvation is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. I shall not be greatly moved. Because when you believe in the word of God, when you trust in God, it gives you stability. Nothing can easily move you. Nothing can easily move you. The psalmist says, he only is my rock and my salvation is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. So, another thing that believing the word of God, taking the word of God as our final authority, does for us is that it gives us confidence. It gives us confidence. You know, I remember the story of Paul on one of his uh, journeys. And um, when they, it was, they were faced with that storm, as if the ship was going to, be, uh, they were going to have a shipwreck. And Paul prayed, and the Bible said he stood before the people in the ship, and he started declaring certain things and told them, i said, "Look," he said. He said, "I believe that what God has told me, it shall be as it was told me. It was that there was this level of confidence in Him." about the word of god he was so confident that he believed what god had told him and he believed that nobody was going to die or there was not going to be any loss of life on that ship and so it was so in hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 the bible says let us hold fast hebrews chapter 10 verse 23 hebrews 10 verse 23 the bible says let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Let us hold fast. The profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. God is ever faithful. Whatever he says, he will surely make it happen. He is faithful. And so the, the believing in his word and his word as the final authority of our lives gives us confidence. It gives us confidence. We're confident in the fact that, yes, if God has said it, it will surely come to pass. So I don't know if there are things you might be going through in your life, things that are shaking you, things that are making you feel like, oh, is he really going to do it? No, he is. His word is here and amen. Have confidence in the word of God. Some people have confidence in men. They have confidence in people. They have confidence in their parents. They have confidence in their, in their relatives. Oh, they'll tell you, ah, I know my people will come for me. It will come true for me at any time and all of that. They have confidence in humans. How much more in God. Let's have confidence in the word of God. Let's have confidence in whatever he tells us, or whatever he says, whatever he has promised to do in our lives. So believing the word of God, holding on to it as our final authority, Gives us confidence. The next thing it does for us is that it gives us peace. It gives us peace. In, in John chapter 14, John chapter 14, verse 27, the Bible says, peace, I live with you. John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So he gives us peace. That's what it does. Let not your heart be troubled. The peace that God has given to us is not like the peace that the world promises. It's not the kind of peace the world promises. Therefore, let not your heart Be troubled. Another thing again if if we, if we check in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. It says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And the peace of God which passeth all. Understandings, understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So the word of God, being the final authority in our lives, gives us peace. It gives us peace. So it's very important for us to, to note that God does not change. His word never fails. His word Is year and amen. His word never fails. God never fails. God never changes. It's only men that change. Things can change. You know, we live in a world where things change anyhow. Technology, you know, the phones we were using about 10 years ago is not the kind of phones we use today. It has changed. Government changes from time to time. Some of us even, we have... Uh, friends today, tomorrow they are no longer there. We have another new set of friends, maybe because the old ones failed us or because they changed in their ways and we move on. But God does not change, He does not change. He is ever faithful. Another thing, trusting in the word of God and use, uh, believing it as our final authority is that it makes us overcomers. It makes us overcomers. So I'm going to read a few Bible verses also. In John chapter 16, verse 33, the Bible says, these things I have spoken unto you. John chapter 16, verse 33. He said, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Hear that again, peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. It gives us that, it makes us overcomers. It says, I have overcome the world. Let's also look at 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. I mean, hold on. Yes, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, the Bible says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So the word of God, being the final authority in our lives, makes us overcomers. It makes us overcomers. Look at 1 John chapter 4 also. The same book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. The Bible says, Ye are God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let me read it again. It says, Ye are of God, little children, and I've overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, being, I mean, believing in the word of God, holding fast unto him, making the word of God the final authority in our lives makes us overcomers. It makes us overcomers. In First Corinthians chapter 15, First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. It says, but thanks be to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory, the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus jesus christ so you see what it does when we make the word of god the final authority in our lives i said earlier that is first of all it makes gives us stability it gives us stability secondly it gives us confidence it gives us confidence thirdly it makes us at peace It makes us at peace. And fourthly, it makes us overcomers. It makes us overcomers. So if you let God's um, word settle the issues in your life, you'll be confident when others are confused. Peaceful when others are under pressure. You'll be overcoming when others are being overcome. So this morning, I want to encourage us to determine in our hearts to hold fast to the final authority of the word of God. Make up your mind to live by faith, by faith and not by sight. Live by faith and not by sight. Fearlessly commit yourself to the authority of God's word. Commit yourself to the authority of God's word that gives us stability, that gives us confidence, that makes us at peace and makes us overcomers. I believe that as we do that, we will continue to abide in him and we would never be put to shame. Because the Bible says that God will never put us to shame. So this morning, as we go out, let's remember that the word of God is the final authority. And the God that we serve, our Father, does not change. God bless you and have a wonderful day ahead. Amen.